episode, I want to talk about a particular experience that led to the name of this podcast, which is really See Beyond Where You Are. If you are enjoying this podcast, please call a friend and listen together. Help me grow this podcast so that we can create a place where women of all ages can learn, motivate, encourage, and inspire each other with our past experiences present situations, and future opportunities. When I was in the 10th grade, we lived in the projects. We lived there for about a year or two. And although we lived in the projects or ghetto, it didn't seem like it. We had some great neighbors, some fun times, and made some good friendships. The people that lived in our small cluster all mostly had jobs, were striving to get their families into better homes, wanted better schools for their children so that they could get better education, which in turn would lead to better opportunities in life. Now, I'm not trying to make it sound like we were living it up, but it just didn't seem like we were living in the projects. And I believe that's because we were never taught to accept that was a permanent situation by our parents. I remember the kids and sometimes parents and our little small cluster would get together and play dodgeball, four square, tag, and my favorite game, hide and seek. I also remember my family getting into with another family as well. I remember that one of our neighbor's daughter was murdered, that another neighbor's son was killed in Beirut, and after these incidents, and some others like new people moving into the neighborhood that didn't seem to care about their future, frequent fights and car break-ins. Our small cluster of families started to move away. Most of them bought their first homes in better neighborhoods. Some moved to nice apartments. And some families like mine rented homes in better neighborhoods. I remember when each family moved, particularly because we were happy for one another and because I couldn't wait until it was our turn. But my point is, We experienced the same emotions as any other people living in better neighborhoods. Our parents wanted to ensure that we were safe, happy, and had everything we needed as children. When our neighbor's daughter was killed, I believe our parents shielded us even more to make us feel safe. The only way I learned about it was that I overheard my mother talking about it, and I started paying attention to how they behaved when we went to certain places. But one of my worst experiences was the one I mentioned earlier, when my friend's brother was killed in Beirut. I was going into our apartment when I saw two Marines get out of their car. I asked who they was looking for. I was hoping that it was not my friend's mother, because we all knew her son had gone into the Marines. We were so happy for him, because we knew he would eventually move his mom and brother out of the projects. But unfortunately, they were looking for her to tell her and his brother that he had been killed in the attack in Beirut. I still remember her screaming. My mom and 
most of the neighbors in our small knit project community ran to comfort her. My whole point in recalling this part of my childhood is that it did not define us. And although it was temporary, I never saw us as being poor or in a hopeless situation. I did not know then that I had the ability to see beyond where I was. The ability to see beyond our circumstances was also in my siblings. Looking back, I believe we got that from our mom. Although we were probably at our lowest financial struggle, it was the way she made us feel about ourselves. Even if she thought we were in the worst place we could be, she never said it to us, and she made us believe we could do anything. But believing we could do anything required imagination. And my imagination was probably working overtime because there was danger, pettiness, drinking, and fighting in the projects. But I always saw myself and my siblings living a better life. Now, as an adult, I know how important it is to see beyond where you are. It can change your life. It did for me. The ability to see beyond where you are is a skill and anyone can learn it and use it to their advantage. That's why I call this podcast See Beyond Where You Are. Because I have been seeing beyond situations in my own life for a very long time. Even when times looked bleak, I still saw better. When I became an adult and went through my own hard times, I had to see beyond. That is why I encourage you to see beyond where you are. I don't want anyone to think that they are stuck in any situation without a way out. Even if you can't completely see your way out, start seeing better. And you can start by closing your eyes and imagining that things are working out better for you. Imagine coming out of the worst thing you ever had to deal with. Imagine getting a better job and meeting better people. Now, open your eyes and write down what you imagine. Let that be your new vision. Look at it every day. Say out loud what you see on your piece of paper. Keep doing this until it is a habit. And while you're working on seeing beyond where you are, working on making that vision a reality. But to make that vision a reality, you must see your current situation as it is. That brings me to another neighbor we had in the projects. Every month, this neighbor would claim that someone broke into her house and stole her food. One time it was a chicken that she had taken out to cook. Another time it was fried chicken, and then other foods. Every month, she would claim something outrageous happened to her, and it always involved food, and it affected her daughters. My point is that for you to see beyond where you are, you must see the real situation. You must live in reality. Crying wolf doesn't help your chances of overcoming any situation. That's what our neighbor did. She cried wolf when she could not feed her daughters. She cried wolf so often that people stopped helping her. But you're not her. When you see beyond where you are and you work on making that your reality, people will help you and support your vision. However, I never want to paint a picture that everything will be rosy because the reality is 
you will have those people that will not help you. They will have the resources, the connections, and the ability to do so, but won't. And that is okay. This is your vision. And if you believe it, work towards making it a reality, then you can really achieve it. That's what I'm constantly working on myself. I talked about my worst experience. Now, I want to tell you about the best experience we had as a community. One day, I think it was a Saturday, maybe a Sunday, one of the neighbor's friend came to visit her on horseback. We had the opportunity to see a black man on a horse. This horse was beautiful. Not only did he let the children in the community touch the horse, but some of us rode it. I say us, but I really mean my youngest sibling and some of the other children. For the first time in many of our lives, we had a chance to experience an animal other than a dog or a cat. We had an opportunity to see a black cowboy that gave us inspiration and it motivated us, even as children, to want better. And that's what I want for you, to see beyond where you are and want better. You've been listening to See Beyond with C. Bond. Until next time, I believe we all can use good situations as well as bad situations to make us see beyond where we are. Don't be